Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie there, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. As a plant-based cheese company, Dea has never talked about beef in an ad before. Because someone somewhere once had a beef with saying beef and plant-based together. So, putting a slice of Daya cheese on a beef burger, not okay. Well, our delicious melty cheese has a beef with your beef about beef. Because any step towards plant-forward eating is a step in the right direction. Daya, 100% plant-based, even if you're not. Now made with Daya Oat Cream Blend. Hello guys, how you doing? It's me, Jack, mate, and welcome back to the Happy Hour Podcast. I'm joined by two of my best friends in the whole wide world, Stevie Aww. White. Hello. Is that, that cute? Was, that was cute. That was nice. Did you like it? No, but it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here with um, Doody Rhino. You right? Yeah, I like your top. Thanks. For... It's, it's homage to one of our, if I can say on behalf of all three of us, one of our favourite guests yeah. today. Yes. Yeah. The... Well, well, well. Robbie Knox. I like that. I like that. I do. Um, the audio listeners. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a blue shirt with well, 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 Robbie Knox been on it. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, Robbie bought it. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we are. Listen, Robbie, I've trained in it. I've worn it. I love it. There you go. There you go. You've caressed it from the inside out. I have. Some I've say. worn it through. Robbie, um, how are you? I hope you're, <laughs> yeah. hope you're well. He can't reply. No, when you said it was like a homage to Robbie, it was almost <laughs> like he passed not... away. Yeah, George oh. was just pouring water on himself. Uh, this is what happens when we don't have a guest. The professionalism yeah. kind of goes out the wall. Like, That's kind of nice. Now. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Oh, so damn. I kind of don't want there to ever be a guest coming in this room again. Brilliant. Yeah, oh. we're gonna. Ah, oh, those views are gonna deplete more than when Alex left. <laughs> oh, Nelly, don't you're mugging him off. No, no you, I mean you're, you're supposed to mug him off. No, I'm not. I like Alex. Jordan is the resident conspiracy theory expert on this podcast. I am the resident weirdo. Yeah, you've done a we, we've done two very good podcasts. One was conspiracy theories, as I say, and the other one was ghost stories. Yeah, both good. Both sort of gone down well with the public. Well, today you're handing over your kind of baton to me. I am, and I'm going to do a series. I'm going to do a, a series about three modern day murderers. Yes, murderers. serial killers. Okay. Because they've each killed more than one person. So I think by definition that lends itself to... I mean, you've done the expert research, so you tell us. When I say I've done research, I don't know what kind of research you like to put in, Jordan, but I've yeah. just copied and pasted the entirety of three Wikipedia papers. <laughs> right. <laughs> he yeah. was avoiding that rabbit hole. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't gone down the rabbit uh, hole. I've just yeah, copied and pasted the rabbit. Or... Uh, yeah. Because these can be... <laughs> 
Wikipedia could be written by anyone. Well, this is what I want to say. I, there's two things I want to say, um, quite serious things, I guess. The first thing is that I don't want people to think that we're glorifying these murders. No. I think I think they're all horrific cases. Uh, people have lost their lives in this. And the reason why I want to do a, a, a podcast about this is because it's something that intrigues me. Like, yeah. The mind of a serial killer is something that I think the sane and the normal people and the general public will always be intrigued by because it's so far from what we know. Absolutely. Um, that's why we watch documentaries about it and stuff like yeah. that. So I just wanted to share three stories, really, just hear people's opinions. I think a lot of these stories, they open up in they open up questions which I want us to dissect at the end of okay. each one. So, yeah. so there is discussions to be had, like, should the electric chair be a thing and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. So, um, so that's the first thing I wanted to say. And then the other disclaimer was something that you quite rightly just brought up, that all of these facts stories whatever they are taken from kind of like numerous websites across the internet so some of the these might not be a hundred percent accurate but i mean i did despite playing it down i did cross check it uh, across a number of sort of media outlets and stuff yeah. like that they all sort of report the same so i fully believe the facts in this but the details might not be hundred percent have you guys heard of the watts family homicides i know of the name it's a guy. The, the the guy. The the serial killer in this is called Chris Watts, and uh, he's from Colorado. Yeah, and it's fucking horrific. It happened. Um, it happened last year. It happened in August last year. Hear me out here. Yeah. Right. So Bundy. Yeah. Horrific yeah. piece of scum. Yeah. You can never ever even begin to justify why he did those things. Nice. Right? When you when a murderer goes round, rapes women, kills them. We're not. I'm not saying I can understand it, right? But there's a motive there, yeah? So he's getting sexual gratification yeah. from sleeping with women that he's clearly attracted to, yeah. right? Then it's po- probably power play that he then kills them. Yeah. Right? He, so, he famously, in his, I think it was on his last day or some shit, said he blamed it all on pornography, of yeah. all things. Yeah. yeah. Warping his mind. I mean, he did also sleep with them once they were dead, which doesn't often happen in porn. Yeah, and cut one of their heads but, off with a hacksaw. And then Sick still slept with yeah, so that's fucked. Sick but practice. what I mean there is, although we can't ever justify it, and nor do we want to, no. um, there's a motive there, yeah? Yeah. And as far as I know with this one, <laughs> I've, I've looked into a few different things. There doesn't really seem to be any any reasoning for this. Okay. Um, it's the most bizarre thing. So there's a guy called Chris Watts, yeah? And I'll just read you what it says on Wikipedia, and feel free to jump in and ask questions. Um, the Watts family homicides occurred on the early morning of August the 13th, 2018, in Frederick, Colorado. While being interviewed by police, Christopher Lee Watts admitted to killing his pregnant wife, Shannon, in their home, and then smothering their daughters, Bella and Celeste at his job site shortly afterwards. He then disposed of his daughter's bodies in oil tanks and buried his wife in a shallow grave at the job site in which he worked at. Watts pleaded guilty on November the 6th to multiple counts of first-degree murder. He was sentenced to five life sentences without the possibility of parole, three to be, conser- to, to be served consecutively and two to be served concurrently. This guy, right, as far as I could get from YouTube, um, from YouTube clips and stuff, the reason why he made fucking national news apart from the fact that he killed his fucking family is because he seemingly lived the perfect life and police come to his house and you can watch this on youtube it's fascinating a a police officer wore a gopro and chris oh i've seen that took took him around our footage isn't it yeah our footage yeah 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 yeah, yeah. took him around the house and 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 was like yeah it's like gone girl 
right? He's like, yeah, my my, my wife's gone, my kids yeah. are gone, and, and he, um, doesn't, he doesn't let him in the house for like a minute and a half and shit. It's really weird. One of the neighbors basically reported Shannon missing because Shannon was meant. Shannon was a professional. She worked selling um oh. the, uh, some product, um, and uh, I think she worked with a neighbor, or the neighbor was quite close friends with her. And the, the neighbor didn't receive any replies. She didn't turn up to a business meeting, which was one she was looking forward to for a long time. So he's they've called the police. The police have come round wearing a GoPro. Chris takes him in the house. He's a good looking la- chap. This guy, like, um, she was a good looking. They seemingly had the perfect it, family. It, lovely house. Lovely house. Saw. Very lovely yeah. house. Apparently, they went bankrupt in 2015, but since then, it's been on a massive rebuild mission. Mm. Like, they've really been smashing it. Two little kids, two little girls, and the wife was pregnant, and they're mm. about to have a boy. And um, the police have come around with this body camera, and you need to see the footage if you haven't seen it because he t- Chris has taken them around the house. They find the the wife's bag on the table in the kitchen with the person and and her car keys and everything so it's like already that's fucking yeah, weird yeah. like why has she not she got that yeah then they found her mobile yeah. and then they found her wedding ring so it's like what the fuck is yeah. going on here it turns out that apparently chris watts had a um had an affair going on had mm. what do you call it when you have a woman a mistress or yeah. okay yeah. something yeah <laughs> an affair. So, yeah something like that but um uh, what what was mad? Have you seen when the police watched the security tape? Yeah, Dash with, with the neighbor. And yeah, he's sort of have like, you heard about this? Yeah, no. the the neighbor comes it, round. Even the neighbor picks up on it while the police is there. And so Chris Watts, the way in which he disposed of the bodies, as I just said, he got the one, he got the Shannon, wrapped her in a carpet, put her in the back of his van, took her in the middle of the night. I think it was about four or five p.m. Actually, so it was more the morning. A.M. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, took took her to the the work to where he worked yeah. and, and dispose of the bodies. He's showing the police around his house going, yeah, no idea. There's there's parts where he's even just just texting while the yeah. while the police are like, we're trying to find your fucking wife. What about the, what, uh, sorry, just because because you're going to, to the neighbour with the security just before that when he's showing around the house and the police officer fakes dialing in uh, sort of like as if to get back up but he's just pretending and that Chris guy sort of like, he's looking at his phone and he just goes, like yeah. that straight at the plate and it's all on the camera and stuff. yeah he just looks Mad. up in shock yeah the guy yeah. just pretends and he, he looks up off yeah. his phone yeah I, I, did the police yeah. officer do that because straight away he was yeah. a suspect yeah. so because so he, he, the police officer obviously they're, they're trained in body language and all the rest of it and he said straight away or not straight away but we, we, very quickly it was clear this guy is a suspect because of just how he was acting and even the neighbours uh, like you were getting onto with the security footage mm. Uh, they watched the security footage because the neighbour had CCTV, didn't they? Yeah. And then, then Chris went out and he was like, the police officer was like, I just need to speak to your neighbour for a minute. And the neighbour straight away was like, he is acting fucking weird. Yeah, the neighbour said that, that for a while now, Chris has been acting weird. But he yeah. comes round goes, Chris doesn't think that there's any footage, right? Because he, yeah. He, yeah. he had a security camera on his porch, which wasn't in use, conveniently. Obviously, yeah. yeah. He's the neighbour... The neighbor's camera can can't see really into um, Chris's garden because there's no. a hedge separating them. Yeah. But the the hedge ends just at a certain part where you can see through into the garden. Yeah. So the so the cat the the neighbor comes round during the investigation. It's all on this police camera. Goes, I've got some uh, some footage of last night. Do you want to come see it? You can see Chris is like. Okay, sure, I'll come watch. But he must be shitting himself. Yeah, at this obviously. Point. And his then, whole demeanor is just it, awful. They they stand there 
It's the police officer watching this tape. It's the neighbour watching the tape. And Chris is stood right next to the screen. Now, instantly, it's red flags all over the place because during the... It's a, it's a, uh, it's quite a long clip of nothing happening on this thing because he's yeah. watching it in real time. And um, Chris is like, just text him. And it's like, if you're really looking for your fucking wife, mate, yeah, yeah. why are you on your phone texting? Yeah. And then you see Chris. It's, it's, it's grainy footage, but you see Chris putting something in the back of a van and then driving Driving away. At like half four in the morning. And I could be wrong on this, so don't quote me on it, but I think Chris had already told the police that he he was in during them times, in during them hours. So it's like, is that you? And he was like, oh yeah, I must have like, oh, I've I've gone a bit fuzzy like that. But you can see... The, the, the colour leave his yeah, face when pale w- as fuck. when you can see him loading up the truck you can see Chris sort of just stood there like that and and another thing which makes the which sort of thickens the plot was um the next day he come out have you seen the the, the news report so is is no, this all I've seen is the CCT uh, the, sorry the um the police body cam that's all I know from this case right. so is the policeman going around is that the next day anyway or has that been a couple of days or... so so she's gone in the morning. Um, he's killed her in the early hours yeah. of the morning, taken her. He's done a day's work. He started early. He took, her, he killed her, dumped went her, to went to work. Well, he was already there. Yeah, so. already there. Yeah, come back um, in the afternoon, like three, four, something like that. Yeah. The police have come round okay. and then it's all unfolded. So where are the girls? Because you said that he, it said that they, he smothered them at the work site as well. So what, he just asked them to get no, in the car? No, it was in their or? bedrooms, wasn't it? No. Uh, disposed of them. Uh, what it was, yeah. When when he... So he killed Shannon. I think he suffocated her. In the house. Yeah, in the house. Again, this is what I mean about... I, can't, I, I may be getting these things wrong, but I'm pretty sure he su- he suffocated them, right? The, the mum's in the one room, killed her. Then he's gone through to the daughter's rooms, right? They share a room, don't they? They so share one, a room. What, yeah. So one saw the other one get oh. ki- get killed right and then i think it was the the smallest the the youngest girl cc she said is that now going to happen to me and oh, that's what yeah. he he said in court what yeah. he said and um I, I don't think it says whether he replied or not but then he killed her but um yeah so so that's happened he's dri- he's driven to work he's put them to put shannon in a shallow grave uh and she was pregnant as well yeah, so i think that's why it was it's five fucked. counts or something but um then then uh, he's dumped the two bodies in oil tank with um with one of the girls, the bigger one. Her head was a bit too big to fit in the hole, so he's had to squish it through oh, a fucking hole. And it's like is this is a guy. Fuck. This is a guy that right up until that point was a devoted, well, not devoted husband, but the devoted family man. There's text messages from Shannon um, and Facebook updates that she's put on the week before her death on Facebook about Chris being her rock, about Chris, how much of a great dad he is, about how she's been away and he's been looking after the children. He hasn't done anything in that time. like. And apparently this all come down because... When Shannon got Shannon's just been on a work trip, she comes back. He tells her, "I've been having an affair," or she catches him, which was probably yeah, the most likely yeah, outcome yeah. there. Um, and then, and then he didn't know what to do. She said she was going to leave him, so he's just killed all of them. Um, in there's there's a few more things to the story. The next day, he goes on national news, and and basically. It's so gone, girl, because he basically says he wants his wife back. Like, I uh, don't know where she's gone. Um, so weird. And they say, um, how old are your daughters? And he says, I can't, uh, forgive me, I don't know. Oh, the, the ages are here. He says, uh, Bella was four and Cece was three. Oh, was. He said was. And it's like, oh. you dumb fuck. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? 
and and they the I think the report and that cat like catches yeah. on to this, but they don't don't, don't say anything. Yeah, just keeps keeps going. Yeah, because like Bella was gonna start kindergarten next next Monday, and they they were just getting ready to start start back again. In the police room, he's being interviewed. The police officers leave. And Chris's dad comes in. Mm. Now Chris's dad seems like a normal American bloke, large lad, sits there, and and Chris is all distraught because at the moment when he's talking, been brought in for questioning, he he's a suspect for sure, but he doesn't know that. Yeah. Like he thinks he obviously knows he's been taken in for questioning, but he doesn't know to what extent this yeah. this has gone. So he's he's constantly denying the whole thing, and the dad comes in. And I think the dad's clocked on a bit quicker than Chris has. And the dad's like asking him, like, what's happened? What's happened? Like, just tell me, like, we'll sort this, we'll sort this. And then um and then I think something along the lines of Chris basically inadvertently admits that he's killed Shannon to the dad. Right. And then the dad kind of goes, you'll have to watch it yourself, guys, but the dad kind of goes, like looks at the cameras as if to yeah. say, There's cameras in here, Chris. Like, what are you telling me? What are you telling me right now, mate? Like that. And then Chris realises, because he goes, oh, yeah, Dad, I I killed or whatever. He he kind of gives him some kind of, like, look or nudge as if to say, think about what you're saying right now, mate. And then he goes, why? Okay, why did you kill her? Why did you kill her? And then Chris goes, I caught caught a smother in one of my daughters, (laughs) so I killed her. Or she killed both the daughters, so I I killed her. But it's so... That's so weird. So fucking... just uh, just quickly, what I think will, will be helpful um, mm. is we'll link the the videos. Yeah, to, you know the the police footage that you know in in the description for the YouTube down viewers. below. Yeah, and, and then in the in the in the court videos, once he's because he later on goes to plead guilty to all the murders. Yeah, and that's why we know all the little details of what the girls said when they're in their bed because he's come out and said it. Once yeah. he got sentenced to five life sentences, he's kind of like he just says everything. Yeah, then. um, he's. He shows no emotion either, which is mad because he doesn't seem like your, your, your typical serial killer psychopath because he was a good dad up until that point. So it's like, yeah. what? how do you possess the, the ability What is to... in his mind? Like, not only to be able to smother him, but then when he got to the point of trying to put her in the oil tank, mm. yeah. like he's having to squeeze her. Yeah. That's his daughter. Like, yeah. that's, it's not yeah. just a random body. It's... It's horrible. That's disgusting. Well, I think everyone here and everyone listening to this couldn't even do it to a random body that was already (laughs) killed. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no. I see your point. But then you add the element of fucking being related. Yeah, it's mad. But um, in the court court case, once he gets sentenced, um, the families of of both Shannon and Chris are allowed to give um, some some words to him and talk. And uh, Shannon's dad is like, they're very christian family mm. so so they're like um they say like i can't remember what they say but it's it, it's very it fucking breaks your heart to see it because they're kind of like saying we'll never forgive you but we 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 don't hate you kind of thing yeah. like, and it's like horrible how can you be that sort of re like reasonable you yeah know what i mean yeah. it doesn't make sense but the question i want to ask you is because chris is dad he's back in the courtroom the mum's back in the courtroom they're like we never raised him like this blah 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 but they go but you always have our love and you'll always have our support and stuff like that and it's like that's it, weird. it give me a bad feeling because it's like he's literally killed his entire family so what i wanted to know is <clears throat> where do you think you'd stand if your sister or your brother or your mum or your dad did something like this obviously you'd have to disown them obviously but do you think you would visit them do you think you'd ever be able to speak to them again? They're behind bars for the rest of their life. You'll never go in and be able to... Do you know what? I I would go and visit them, and I'll tell you exactly why, and I think it's the whole reason that we're sat here, um, is that 
when when you're talking about this Chris guy and stuff, and it is like, why on earth did he do it? You know, there's a fascination there, and just a, like a, just that question, why on earth did he did it? If my sister murdered her whole family, I, I, I would be destroyed. I think that there's a key element here as well, which is why I'm surprised what the grandparents said. Obviously, it is their son, but um, he murdered their grandchildren. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's, it's as awful as it would be for for your your sister to murder a boyfriend there's no blood connection there no but obviously with the grandchildren that's a whole nother dynamic but and a whole nother element but with yeah I, I, the reason i would go visit them is because i would like to think over time i'd want to understand why they did it and i feel like if you have that connection the the sibling connection maybe you're the one mm. that could get it out of them that's the only reason off the top of my head if because obviously in this case it would be my sister murdering my the rest of your family, other yeah, than you. yeah. So I, I just yeah. don't think I'd be able to answer it. I can't think of a like in my mind. I just couldn't even imagine it happening. But I, even if it did, I'd just be a bit like, it's all well and good finding out why, but what does that achieve in the long run? Other, other than pure put, interest, put, like we want to know why. Puts your mind at ease, yeah, exactly. But they're yeah. gone at that. But like, think from the grandparents' point of view, they've lost their grandkids, but have also technically lost their son. Yeah, of course. Like that's that's of course. He's essentially killed himself off to them. If they're just well, in this case, if they're saying they'll always have their support, which is weird, weird thing to support. Do but... you do you think there's any case for the fact that obviously he, if we if if for a second we remove all the murders and all the horrible shit here, right? Cheating is bad enough. Yeah, he's cheated on his wife. She's pregnant. Yeah. Like he's obviously quite cunty. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's if he. And no matter what he thought of his wife at the time, he's probably got a different kind of love for his daughters. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you think the moment that he found out the game's up, like she's known you've che- you're cheat you're cheating in a court of law, you're cheating, you're breaking the bond. Like, yeah. Do you think he? And again, this is a, such a hard podcast to tackle, right? Because yeah. it's so. I'm not trying to justify. It. I'm trying to get in the mindset yeah, of, of, a, of a yeah. of a cunt. And there's nothing right? wrong yeah. with that. Um, do you think he couldn't bear losing his daughters? So, but then he would have killed himself, wouldn't he? Yes, yeah. It's fucked. There's yep. no, there's no, uh, he's not all there for, to begin with, in my opinion. He can't be, because you can't jump, you can't jump from, my wife's found out I've been cheating, so I'm going to murder my whole family. Yeah. It's... That's just fucked. There's no, there's no, there's something underlying there. And just taking it back to, to Ted Bundy for a second, he had a family. So that there's clearly, I, obviously, a lot of people, you think of serial killer, you think of a monster, you think like they can't be normal. Ted Bundy had that, air quotes, normal element to him. Mm. So but so perhaps this guy, for all we know, he could have killed other people and he's just never been, been found and he just had a breaking point and just fucking murdered his whole family. That's true. You know? That is true. But then, yeah, yeah, I get, like, that, with, with Bundy, what... Why didn't he kill his wife? Exactly. Exactly. Have you seen the new Zac Efron yeah. film? Because they it's show love, elements there. Like, yeah, was... but they even show, obviously it's a film, so you don't know if, you know, because obviously they jazz things up and all the rest of it. But there's moments, spoilers, um, where you can see Ted, when he's having sex with his wife, has those moments when where it's... he's clearly tempted. Yeah, there was a scene. doesn't in... go into that. There was a scene in the first Ted Bundy film. Um, What's that called? I genuinely, I think it might just be called Bundy. 
or Ted yeah. because yeah. that was the whole thing that his name was constantly in the papers for it. Yeah. Um, but in that film, I remember a scene so vividly, which is weird because I watched it fairly young because I was brought up on horror films with my brother and sister loved them, um, where he's sleeping with her or he's about to and he asks her to play dead like as part of it. Oh, so really? whether that's a true thing or not, but yeah. like it was obviously in his mind. But yeah, it looked like it was just pure love for her that stopped her from ever doing it. Yeah. Even in that, like when she goes to visit him, she says, did you ever consider doing it to my daughter? Yes. And he was always like, never. Yeah. So there was something in his mind that just flipped constantly, but there was one person throughout that yeah. he would have never Which, gone I mean, and, and that's, that's, that's my point, like that clearly these people as fucked in the head as they clearly are, they can still either have that normality for a while at least with this Chris guy, or they're just, they just become extremely good at hiding in plain sight. And it's more of a cover. Mm. You know, I think it's two really weird people to kind of compare because what he's done is just I, I get Bundy did a lot worse. In a, if you can, if you yeah. can't even compare that, but I'm just Bundy drawing always the family went life. It's yeah, on, yeah, it's, it's on par, isn't it? They're, but they're all just as bad as each yeah, other. Yeah, without comparing, but like Bundy went for specifically people he had no connection to at all. He felt nothing for that person yeah. other than obviously a sexual desire and the monster in him to want to kill. But he's gone out of his way for whatever reason kill his family and it's obviously to protect himself in the long run which is fucked obviously but mm, if yeah. it was if it was over the cheating then he's done it to that's ridiculous like, yeah as you said like if, if he fought in his mind whole fucking family because you've cheated you've cheated your piece of shit i get it or you've been caught out or you've admitted it you don't kill your family that that the they just don't add up to me. It might have been stupidity, though. Like, in his mind, it might have clicked, as you said. Like, he's cheated. He knows going to court in America, he's probably going to go, I've lost my kids now anyway. If I can't have her, have them, neither can she. But then you've got to be a warped cunt to... to well, he clearly is. Oh, without a doubt. But, you, you know, this guy's not normal. What if he accidentally killed one of the kids? The he wife's killed. seen it. Yeah. He knows he's fat. Has he admitted to the exact situation that happened? Well, or? he said what. But surely he... the coroner's report or whatever it is, or the autopsy, which yeah. I think is the same thing. Um, but he'd have no no reason at that point to lie. Do you want me to tell to, to tell you the the plea deal and the sentence? Yes. Yeah. Go for Chris it. Watts pleaded guilty to the murders on November the eighth. The death penalty was not put forward by the district attorney on the request of Shannon's family, who did not wish for any further deaths. Wow. So it was her family oh, that them. Yeah. Um, they were supportive of the of the decision to accept the plea deal. On November the 19th, Watts was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. I'm trying to find the where he's kind of admitted it. I can't find it off the top the top here. But yeah, no, it's just a sick cunt. Absolute sick cunt. Um, and, and that absolutely, whether this is right or wrong, that absolutely fascinates me. Stuff yeah. like this. It mm. does. Yeah, massively. It does, but it's kind of like... <clears throat> I get why the human brain is intrigued by this. Absolutely. Because as I said at the start of the show, we are our brains are so, hopefully so far away from from his mind process, thought process yeah. that we can't comprehend it. No. And what the human brain likes to do, this is why we search for the meaning of life and all this shit, because we try and put the pieces of the jigsaw back together. Yeah, because what understand. we don't know, the brain longs to know, yes. longs to learn. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, so I mean... That, that's why documentaries on sort of paedophiles do well as yeah. well because when you're a fucking of sane thought yeah. uh, and you're attracted to but normal how on earth sane can things, this be a thing it's the most sick disgusting thing you can imagine yeah uh, and people and there's people out there that think the opposite <laughs> and yeah, it, totally. uh, yeah. yeah and it's and it baffles me now this one 
is one that I'm sure they are going to make into a documentary in a, okay. in a number of years. One I'm sure there could even be a fucking Hollywood film about because this is the Las Vegas yes. uh, shooting. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. And this was probably one that I looked into the most. I spent a lot of hours searching, watching. And I don't know, I think it probably... The reason why I was even more intrigued in this than perhaps any of these things is because, obviously, I've been to Vegas a few times. Yeah. I love the place. I love yeah. the place. And I don't know. When I go back, it feels like I'm back. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm ne I should never be away. Like, I'm yeah. back. It's like, it's so fun. Like, it's vibrant. It's unlike anywhere else on this planet. So to have such a dark shadow cast over it, yeah. as, as this guy, Stephen Paddock, his name was, did, it, it baffles me. And now, when I went back last year, which was the first time I went back after the shooting, I don't know why, but it, I, it just had a feel to it. It just had a horrible yeah. feel to it, especially down that side of the strip, because this happened in the, um, oh, what's the name of the fucking casino now? It'll come to the Man Mandalay Bay. This happened in Mandalay Bay. And... Las Vegas is a strip um, of casinos on either side um, yeah. and a big road going down the middle. That's literally all it is, really. I mean, you've got downtown Las Vegas and other suburbs and stuff, but when you go to Vegas, you're just That's going there. That's where you're going, yeah. You don't need to live... You don't need to even venture off that track. That's yeah. just where you are. Um, it is literally, all jokes aside, like Yarmouth, but on steroids times a million. Yeah. Like it, it, It's an incredible place. But Mandalay Bay, you've got all these hotels scattered up the left and the right. And then at one end of the... Of, of the I think it's like I think it's like two miles long. Could be wrong, um, but roughly about that big. Um, there's, there's a casino one end, and then at the other end, almost like a plug to the, to the thing, yeah. is Mandalay Bay. And it's a long, horizontal um, thing. Uh, casino and hotel and a tall one that overlooks the entire oh, thing true. so really wherever you are you can see it yeah and it's mad to think this is the guy that obviously went to what was it something like 37th floor or something like that we'll probably find out in a minute when i read it but went to a tie up in the hotel and shot down yeah into the crowd that were at a country and western um music festival yeah. and yeah. just opened fire and it's it's so eerie and so spooky. I went on a helicopter tour last time I was there. Flew up round it, and it's just like I flew, kind of like it stops just before you get to the Mandalay Bay and and, and comes round on itself. So I kind of got to see it from his from the, yeah. point of view, yeah. and it's just it's just so fucked. It's just so it's the deadliest mass shooting in modern U.S. Yes, history. It is, yeah, because um, oh, fuck me, fifty eight people died. Yeah. And 422 were, were wounded. Were so that, mental. that's mental. Absolutely <laughs> insane. Now, for anyone who doesn't know the story, must be living under a rock or something, I'll read you a little synopsis of it, and then I've got a question I want to ask at the end. But on the night of October the 1st, 2017, Stephen Paddock opened fire on a crowd of concert goers at the Route 91 Harvest Music Festival on the Las Vegas Strip in Nevada. He killed 58 people and wounded 422, and the ensuing panic brought the injury total to 851. Paddock, a 64-year-old man from Nevada, fired more than a 1,000 round, rounds of ammunition from his suite on the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay Hotel. The shooting... Oh, and this is crazy. The shooting happened between 5 past 10 p.m. and quarter past 10. Yeah. That just 10 is minutes. a long time. 10 minutes. minutes. Just continuous shooting. 
it opened up a whole discussion about should bump stocks be allowed in the US. Yeah. Um, they were banned after that, weren't they? I think they. I think there was a law change on yeah. them. I'm not sure if they were outlawed. Um, I know it was something about bump, bump stocks drug. are illegal now in oh, the US. Yeah, they yeah, are. yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, to be honest, AR-15 should be. It's a fucking assault rifle. Why do you need that? I know, obviously, that is a very hot topic. If you're American, I get it. You know, your Second Amendment rights and all that. But Yeah, you, I mean, <sighs> this is going to open up a can of worms of here when, when we get fuck, to... Why in the fuck do you need an AR-15? Yeah, when we get to our, to this gun discussion, you are right. I've just read it here as well. As a result, bump stocks were banned by the US Justice Department in December 2018 with the regulation in effect as of March 2019. Um, it goes on to say here that, so obviously it was 10 minutes of shooting, Paddock was found dead in his hotel room from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. His motive remains undetermined. And as of January this year, four months ago, it's closed now. They, they, they can't... never know. They, what more can you do? They can't find it. They can't find one. Which, which again, as we said with the human brain and that, makes it even more intriguing. Because why have you done it? What a very, very scary fact um, about this. Have you heard about him booking ho other hotels out around the time? No. Have you heard no, about this? No. This is the fucking scary thing, yeah. And I think we get to it in this. So, Paddock arrived at Mandalay Bay on September the 25th. He was booked into room 32135, a complimentary room on the 32nd floor. Four days later, he also checked into the directly connecting room 32134. Both suites overlooked the site of a concert at Las Vegas. Between September the 25th and October the 1st, the day of the shooting, he stockpiled an arsenal of weapons and associated equipment with ammunition that included 14 AR-15 rifles, all of which were, included, uh, were equipped with bump stocks, and 12 of which had 100-round magazines, Mental. eight AR-10 rifles, a bolt-action rifle, and a revolver, presumably the revolver that he used himself. Yeah. A bump stock... Oh, and then it goes on to say what the... Uh, what a bump stock is now. Um, yeah, which I probably would, would mention because that is important. Obviously, an AR-15 is a semi-automatic rifle. I.e., you pull the trigger, one bullet comes out. Right. If you attach a bump stock to it, it essentially turns into a into machine gun. Yeah. So wow. If you've got 100 rounds, rather than going back, 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 the bump stock will make, turn it into a... Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm glad yeah. you clarified because yeah. I, I wasn't too sure. I thought it was a silencer. Um, no. This is the bit, sorry, that I was going to say that you perhaps didn't know. Paddock may have considered a.k.a. probably did, uh, con considered attacking other events. He had researched large-scale large venues in cities such as Boston since at least May the 17th and had reserved rooms overlooking other festivals. Fucking hell. So he'd, he'd, he'd reserved a room overlooking the Lollapalooza Festival in Shit, Chicago, really. but did not use it, didn't check into his room. According to his girlfriend, she and Paddock were at the Mandalay Bay during an earlier stay, a month before the attack, when he repeatedly cased out Las Vegas Village from different windows in their room. From September the 17th, Paddock stayed at the Ogden in downtown Las Vegas, which overlooked the open-air Life is Beautiful Festival that ran from blah, blah, blah to blah, blah, blah. His internet search terms from mid-September included SWAT weapons, ballistics chart 308, SWAT Las Vegas, and do police use explosives? So, i.e., if if he can't kill himself in time, how is he going to get taken out by the police, basically? Yeah. There's reports that he had an escape route planned. I've heard about that, 
yeah. vaguely remember that. There, there which was is pretty mental, isn't there, it? Yeah, I don't know if this has been confirmed, but I read on a certain media outlet website, I mean a newspaper website, that he had booked the the room underneath them it was as well. Going to go out and in, and it was going to go out and in. Yeah, yeah so he's going to do it. Boom, out, gone. Yeah, um, which is crazy. He. Um, he, I believe he ended up killing a member of hotel staff that came before the police. Really? Yeah, because they would obviously alert which floor he's on. Yeah. Because it's quite hard at the start to go one, yeah, two, and, count, and yeah. count up. He um, put loads of um, surveillance cameras in a buffet cart that he left outside his room. Fuck he ordered room hell. service, got the got the um, the silver plat things, platter That's things. That's crazy. Put, put them under, put the... Um, put the blankets, the sheets over and left them, so set up a monitor in his room so we can see when they're coming. And apparently the escape route, this is what some people say, the escape the escape um, route must not have worked so he took the revolver on himself. Did he have any like training before? Because it sounds very thought out. I don't know. Did he have any like history of the art military? I, or? I don't I don't know. Um, it sounds very what you'd expect to see in a film like, yeah. with the cameras and the monitor and... Yeah. Yeah, it says here... Um, for uh, bump stock. Oh, it says what bump stock is. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, it says often with the help of hotel bellhops, he brought five suitcases to his room between on September the 25th. Is that not suspicious, man? Seven on the 26th, two on the 28th, and six on the 30th, and two on October the 1st. He uh, before the shoot, and Paddock, Paddock spent most of his time. At the Mandalay Bay, gambling, often at night. He interacted with Mandalay employees more than 10 times during his stay, included, including twice on the day of the shooting. An MGM Resorts international spokesperson said they were all in normal nature. The mass, yeah, and then it just goes on to say about the mass shooting and stuff. Uh, the, the, the shooting occurred between that 10 minute. Per- when the shooting began, country music singer Jason Aldean was giving the closing performance shortly before 10 p.m. Hotel security guard. Jesus Campos was sent to the 32nd floor to investigate an open door alert. I assume that means window. Yeah. Because you're high up, you shouldn't be able to open them. Yeah. He's he's broken the wind. He's shot yeah. through the window. Yeah. Um but found that it would not open. After com- Campos entered the floor, he discovered an L-shaped bracket screwed into the door and door frame which was re- responsible for barring the door from opening. He screwed a bracket in. After reporting the discovery to the dispatch centre, he heard the sound of rapid drilling coming from room 32135 and went to investigate the matter. At approximately five minutes past ten, he was hit in the right thigh by one of about 35 bullets that the that Paddock fired through the door of his suite. After the campus was hit, he took cover in the alcove between rooms 122 and 124 and immediately informed the hotel by radio and cell phone that he had been shot, though he believed he had been shot with a BB or a pellet gun. At the same time, maintenance worker Stephen Shuck was on the same floor to fix the door that Campos had reported being barricaded. Campos, who was already injured, encountered Shuck and told him to take cover. Shuck contacted the hotel dispatchers over his radio, informed them of the ongoing shooting, and told them to call the police. Neither Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department nor MGM MGM Resorts International, um, the Mandalay Bay's owner, have confirmed when information about the initial shooting was relayed to the police. That's weird. 
Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. Ten minutes it took them to get into that door to get into that. Considering room. as a security guard, so he got shot before he started shooting out at everyone else because he he was only up there to check the door, not being able to open, wasn't he? Yeah. He he's he's trying the door, isn't he? Yeah. But then there's 35 the... shots come through the door, and that was before he started shooting down at the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. So he shot through the door, turned around, and it still took him ten minutes to get to the room, and they knew exactly where he was. Yeah, it's mad. You think there'd be more security that could deal with it as well? Um, a slight probably not paid enough. As, as in, like, are you honestly paid enough to risk your life? Oh no, hundred percent. But that's yes, the whole point right. of a slight conspiracy. I'd like to bring up. Right. Um, all in good taste. I I, I want to just I want to just pose a question that there's a picture posted from the inside of Paddock's room when he's dead on the floor. Okay. Um, I don't think you can see him on the table. Um, I believe you can see some ammo. You can see low. There's low. You can see the pictures of of um all the guns. There's loads in the bar. Float uh, all over the place. So you imagine what he's got like however many guns, like thirty yeah. guns or something like that. So fucking what twenty five suitcases. Oh, yeah, it's mad. So so they're going to be all over the place on the picture. And, and and I've read some forums and stuff, and people are speculating, especially on Reddit. People seem to believe that you can see. A notepad and a pen. Now, it could just be a notepad and a pen in a hotel room, obviously. But it's right next to all the ammo in that. And it looks like, could it have been a note? Could it have been a Mm. motive? He's he's made a fucking statement here, this guy. I when you said that there was no motive and stuff, that clearly means that what I what I heard or or read was a rumour. Yeah. Um, or not true. I heard and this is fucking extreme, but I heard that his motive may or may not have been that he had had enough, ironically, of the shit gun laws in America, so he has done this as a massive statement to change the gun laws. Yeah, because, you know... um, Some some log to that fire would be the fact that he shot um, a country and western... Yeah, uh, a music festival, NRA which are synonymous with pro, pro, and, yeah. pro guns and and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I think where's Jason Aldean from? He's from he's from a state that I believe are very very pro guns. Yeah, um, that's so, what I heard. So it just it just seems like it's it's inconceivable as all of these things are to why any of these people have done these things. But was is there? Potentially, could there have been a motive that he's left on the pad that someone may have got gotten rid of for whatever reason? I mean, you're into government conspiracies, but I'm sure they've done probably worse than that. Not yeah. saying that it's factual or whatever, yeah. but if if you if they if they <sighs> fucking hell, man, this is just going to be an absolute shit show in the comments. But well, it depends on how big we are in America. But the obviously the NRA. It is the NRA, isn't it? The gun yeah. pro gun. Yeah. Um they fund a lot of is it Republican um political campaigns political and uh, yeah. yeah. So we're in conspiracy land. I'm not making any fucking statements or anything like that. This is obviously mm. conspiracies or theoretics or trying to think of a potential motive. You know, you could have the, the, the government, you know, like okay, so this guy's left a note saying that he's done this because, you know, the fact that we can purchase seven fucking AR-15 so easily and a bolt-action rifle and, and and stockpile thousands of ammunition is absolutely fucking ridiculous. And the Second Amendment was built on 
the ability to take arms in rebellion or, or whatever it was. I'm obviously making a hash of that, but also the weaponry at the time is literally single shot and takes about fucking 15 minutes to reload. Yeah, to clean all the barrel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the fact that the, this that the AR-15 even comes into that is 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 a joke. If 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 there's a note there, and that is his motive, and that would. <laughs> undermine the funding of the NRA and stuff within these political agendas. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to theoretically think of a a government conspiracy. Yeah. There is, there is weight there for why. Because we're talking millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of dollars into, into politics from the NRA. Oh yeah. 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 And, and and this is one of the, this is the most, the, the, the the largest mass shooting in modern American history. Yes. This got coverage all over the world. Yeah. If he, for me, again, I mean, he, uh, he had no hi- uh, recorded history of mental illness. No. That's not to say he didn't have it, but he didn't have any recorded. Yeah. Um, but let's pretend he was of sane mind, um, if you can. Uh, if he's... He has, do- he has done a shoot, right? School shootings and that, they're tragedies. But they happen a lot, right? Which yeah. is mental. It shouldn't be happening. Yeah. yeah. But this no. is such a large scale. Like, I'm uh, I'm above you. I'm in this room. I'm shooting down. I'm literally raining down hell it's on you. It's a massacre. You, right? It's a massacre. It's such a statement. I wouldn't be surprised if he was doing it for a reason. If there was yeah. a motive. If there's a point. And the, and. He's a guy that's planned every bit of this, right? Yeah. Almost perfectly. But now he can't convey that point, which yeah. makes it all pointless. Yeah. Some people, like, w- he would have had the note written. I know he had an escape route, so he probably didn't plan on dying that day. Um, but you would have already had the note covered. You'd have had that yeah. as a plan B. If you need your message out there, you need your message out there. Now, it doesn't matter what the message is. He's, it's the craziest way to go about it. And of it doesn't course. make any of course. point. And, yeah, and... and and even if that was his motive and that was what he was trying to achieve, massacring innocent people is not the way to go about it. I, and I, 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 if that was the motive, I get it. You're literally saying, look what I can fucking do. Mm. And this is what other people can do if they put their mind to it, if they're sick enough. But yeah, obviously we'll never know for sure. But that's just something that I heard on the internet, which obviously you hear things on the internet all the time. You think you'd need you know? something to back it up though? Like for him to be that, adamant that it's bad for people to have guns you think he'd be like one of those parents that had a kid die yeah. in a school shooting yeah. so he's like mm. look this is how easy it is. but like without yeah. knowing more of his background or actually ever knowing the, it's impossible it's just it's just it's a mental mind yeah it's just something that i heard on the internet guys it's um when i went last bit i'll say about this then we'll quickly go to for a break and then i want to tell you one more kind of like story but um when i went to vegas last time i got in an uber on the way to the hotel and i asked the man uh, there was a lovely indian chap and i and i asked him i went what was the feel like in the city that night and obviously y- your obvious answers came uh, it was horrible it was just dark shadow over this town um the next day or i think all the casinos had their lights off and like, it was just a horrible horrible time but he told me this story his daughter was a midwife and she's been doing it at the Las Vegas hospital for all of her adult life, really. Yeah. And um, that night was the first night ever she got called into work when she wasn't supposed to be working. Because apparently they've got way too many. Like, they mm. just have, they have an influx of staff. Like, but they had so many babies born that night that she got she called, called in last that. minute. And as luck would have it, 
she was supposed to be at that festival oh, watching Jason hell. Aldean. That's crazy. She went, when she got called up, went to go to work. This is what this guy was telling me. So it could be bollocks, but I've got no idea why I'd lie. Yeah. But yeah. um, he obviously knew his daughter was going to this festival because she'd been so excited about it for so long. Yeah. She's gone to work. She hasn't. She, oh, she, she she's an adult. Know. She don't tell her dad. Yeah. Like she's gone to work. He's heard about it. He's he's called her up. See if she's all right. She's delivering babies. Yeah. She ain't got her phone. And it was like an hour oh, or so later. God, hour awful. or so later that yeah. she he gets the phone call. But can you imagine yeah. for that hour yeah. she's not because yeah. he awful. doesn't he doesn't know she's not at that festival. Yeah. So that must that must horrible. be horrific. But horrible. I mean that's just that's just a, a tiny bit of luck in a, in a fucking tragedy. But um, there we go. I'm I'm gonna go for a break there. When we come back, I just want to tell you about um, Colonel Russell Williams. So see you in a sec. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Jack Mate Happy Hour podcast. Although, I mean, we use Happy Hour ironically, and it's funny when we're sort of slagging off overpriced makeup palettes and stuff. Um, it's really not a Happy Hour this this week <laughs> because we're talking about modern day murderers. Um, intriguing to say the least. This last one I want to talk to you about is one I only found out about the other day, um, but it's a it's a guy called Russell Williams. Have you heard of him? I have not. I haven't. He's a colonel. He he was a colonel, um, and he was in the Canadian Air Force. Um, he's actually weirdly he's actually from the exact sound, same town that one of my good friends are, and he's born on the same day I am, which is it, which oh. is a bit of a coincidence. I'll I'll read you the the Wikipedia synopsis, and then I'll tell you about some of the little bits of videos I've found online. But David Russell Williams is an English-born Canadian serial killer and former colonel in the Canadian Forces. From July 2009 until his rest in, uh, rest in February 2010, Williams commanded F CFB Trenton, Canada's largest military air base. So he's high up as fuck yeah. in this. Um, and a hub for the country's foreign and domestic air transport operations. He was also a decorated military pilot who had flown Canadian Forces VIP aircraft for dignitaries such as Queen Elizabeth II, Prince Philip, and the Governor General and Prime Minister of Canada. So he's a he's big done boy. A lot. He's a big boy. He's done a lot. Um, on February the 8th, 2010, Williams was relieved as the base commander at CFB Trenton due to criminal charges. He was formally charged by the Ontar Ontario Provin Pro Provincial, Provincial? Yeah. Police. Uh, pertinent to the criminal code with two counts of first-degree murder, two counts of forcible confinement, two counts of breaking and entering, and sexual assault. Another 82 charges related to breaking and entering were later added. On October 82? 82, yeah. Breaking and entering 82 times. On October the 21st, 2010, Williams was sentenced to two life sentences for first-degree murder, two 10-year sentences for other sexual assaults, two 10-year sentences for forcible confinement, and 82 one-year sentences for breaking and entering, all to be served concurrently. The life sentences mean Williams will serve a minimum of 25 years before parole eligibility. Since he has been convicted of multiple murders, Williams is not eligible for early parole under the faint hope clause of the criminal code. Right. I'll tell you what he's done, shall I? Because that would be good. So how old is this man? He is 56. He went to prison 10 years ago. His span of killings ran from November the 25th, 2009, to January 2010. Two oh, months. Two months. Yeah. Um, you went, oh, it's just two months. Like, oh, he's all right. Let him off. No, like as in it, it, they 
Got him fairly quickly. Yeah, they got him quickly, yeah. Um, 27-year-old Jessica Lloyd went missing on January 28, 2010. Investigators identified distinctive tyre tracks left in snow near her home. One week after her disappearance, the Ontario police conducted an extensive canvassing of all motorists using the highway near her home from 7pm on February the 4th to 6am the following day, looking for the unusual tyre treads. Williams was driving his Nissan Pathfinder that day, rather than the BMW he usually drove, and an officer noticed the resemblance on his tyre treads. These subsequently matched the treads near Lloyd's home. On February the 7th, 2010, Trenton Base Commander was at his newly built... Oh, sorry, the Trenton Base Commander. So Williams was at his newly built home in Ottawa, where his wife lived full-time and he lived part-time, when he was called by the OPP and asked to come in for questioning. Now, this is where it gets interesting. During the 10-hour interview, he confessed to the numerous crimes for which he was later convicted. Early the next morning, Williams led investigators to the women, to the women's bodies in secluded in a secluded area on Carry Road, thirteen minutes away from where he lived. Williams was also charged in the death of Corporal Marie France Comau, a thirty-seven-year-old military traffic technician based at FCB Trenton, who had been found dead in her home in late two thousand and nine. Now, the confession is what gets me. Um, hopefully, it says here. If it doesn't. I'll tell you, because I've seen it. On February 7th, Williams was interrogated at Ottawa Police Station headquarters uh, by Jim Smythe. The interview started at 3pm, and by 7.45pm, he was describing his crimes. He went into the... This is me ad-libbing here. I'm not reading it. He went into the interrogation room, smiling and laughing, right. and and friendly with the police. They knew him as a corporal. Yeah. So he sits down, he looks at the camera at one point and smiles. Like that's weird. And, and they basically ask him, you can see the footage on YouTube. I sat there and watched too much of it if anything. And he sat there and they're like, do you know these women? He's like, never seen them before in my life. Like that. And Jim Blythe, the, the guy, the um detective staff sergeant, he needs all the credit in the world because the way he breaks this man down, it is like it is like an art form how he does really? it, right? Yeah, yeah. he. I think that's what the video was called on Facebook when I first found out about yeah. it. It was like genius detective breaks him down. He holds, and I know this is very common practice in 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 interviews, police techniques and stuff. But he holds just the right amount of evidence back. Yeah, let's hit. Let's this guy think that he he don't he don't have it, and then lets him talk, 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 talk. Give me all the details, and then. So how come your tire tracks match this? And then he he goes on to say, "Well, you told me it was a path. The car was called a Pathfinder. There's plenty of them." And then they go, "We ran we ran a scan to see how many of there are, how many of them are in this state, and there was there was a handful." Yeah. And then he's like, "Okay, we'll ask the other people then." Then he he they they went and got his boot, and it matches the the, the tread. snow yeah. the yeah. tread and stuff like that and then they look into it and they hit him with all this hit him with all this evidence what he'd done is he'd gone into um this this woman's this this woman's house in the snow and he'd um i believe no i don't think it didn't say rape, did it? He just he just murdered. It did her. say sexual assault on one. Oh, right. okay. He sexually sexually assaulted her and killed her. He had a fetish for women's underwear, okay. and um. When he's in the pl- in the in the in the room and he's being interviewed, that that they've hit him with all this evidence. You can see him slowly thinking, "Fuck, my whole life is going here." The, the guy then lets him know, "Is there anything you need to let your wife know?" Because um, and he's like, "Wife, wife, like you're you're only questioning me. Like, what do you mean, let my wife know?" He's like, 
because we've we've got officers now searching your property and he has stuff at his property and they're like yeah he's got, they're going to search every room in everything you have and then he's like they're there now and he's like yeah and then he goes oh, i need to make this as easy as possible for my wife like this so he looks the guy dead in the eye and he goes you're going to find a box of women's underwear um in my in my loft space and it's he broke into 82 different women's house and stole their underwear and took pic- and, and took pictures of them, of them sleeping. Oh, oh man! And, and he and he had he had that the there. Photos. Yeah, and he had he, he had it there. Rang. And um, the woman he this is the most vile, shocking thing. So what he says he says that the two women he killed, the first one he never meant to. It was it, she woke up. She woke up and he and, and he he freaked out. And the second one. Um, I don't know whether he just got a taste for it or whether it was an accident as well. But listen to this. He, I should have, I probably should have tried and find a, like, a, a transcription of it. But I, I remember the story pretty well. He's broke into this woman's. Um, she's got like a basement, and he's mm. broke into the to the to the window yeah. um, from from outside. And he's he's waiting there for her to come back from work to go to bed. So he's already broken in, so he yeah. doesn't need to make any noise, right? And he gets in there, shuts the window. He's he's in this dark basement for ten minutes, and then he sees the whites of a, of a cat's eyes. Yeah, and he's like, "Fuck, there's a cat down here." Because if it starts going, like yeah. that's like shit, right? So the cat starts making some noise, uh, like however long it was. It was oh, dark by this point, don't. right? So the, the so the cat starts making some noise. There's a furnace in the corner. No, so no, so he hu- like no 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 he oh. no, no he doesn't hurt the cat as oh, far as I know. For right? that. Yeah, but he he hides behind the furnace and he and he tells this story in the in the in the tape. I'm sure he does. Um, and uh, he's like, shut up. The woman comes down. She opens the door. Right. He's like. I think this could have been the first woman, actually, because I think he even says in the thing he never planned on on killing her. He's hiding there like that. He's like, just come and get the cat. Come and get the cat. She comes down to get the cat. The cat's walked round the furnace now and is looking at him. So she comes round, goes to get the cat, and she just sees a man crouching down in her basement looking at him, looking up like that. And he said he didn't know what to do, so he just pounced on her and and strangled her and killed her. But I thought, imagine being that poor fucking woman yeah imagine that that She's is every, to get a cat. that is everyone's worst nightmare isn't yeah, it just course. go go and you, you know like when you're at home on your own sometimes you flick the living room lights off and then you just w- walk up the stairs a little bit quicker than yeah, you usually do yeah you're an no adult. reason no but yeah. you're an adult you know there's nothing down there yeah. but yeah. in that case that was she lived on at home on her own and he and she's come down at night time and seen that imagine the shriek Oh, that's that's yeah. fucking horrible, fucking horrific. And then it came out. Um, it came out that he used to cross dress right. um, in in women's underwear. Uh, right. Yeah, right. which is even one of those. even worse. But he 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 kind of he had everything. He was respected by the police force. He'd fucking been floating around the royals and all stuff like that. Yeah, and and, and just because of some sexual fantasy. Now I think he's a sick, twisted cunt. Probably, I mean, you've killed someone, so you're all as bad as each other. But probably a little. bit less deranged as the other two if we can say that yeah but i i do believe he didn't mean to kill that first one because he's yeah. already done it Did 82 he's... times yeah yeah exactly and, and like he... to only do yeah. one out of yeah. yeah that's crazy yeah do you know why he killed the second one i can't remember exactly you'll have to go search it up his name's colonel what was it richard williams yeah we'll, what, Something we'll, williams? What, we'll, what we'll do with these is on the youtube video we'll, yeah. we'll try to put as many links to to Russell Williams, sorry. Russell Williams, as many linkable, yeah, link, linkable links. 
related videos yeah. in the description. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just mad that that f- people can even fucking work in that way. I know. But um, there we go, guys. I don't want you to think that we were glorifying them. I'm just no. sort of sharing sharing the information that's already out there and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it sounds weird to say. Let us know if you enjoyed the episode. <laughs> uh, but what we're gonna do? We're we, this is kind of part of our our series. Our kind of like we, we've done conspiracy theories. We've done ghost stories. We've done murderers we're going to go on to do unsolved crimes aliens yeah, yeah. more conspiracy theories more all ghosts, stuff that are within yeah. the realms of like intrigue and yes and yeah. trying to get our brains around um yeah yeah there we go uh this has been <laughs> not the happiest of hours <laughs> not the no. happy hour but an intriguing hour there's a lot of sick fucks out there guys there so is, unfortunately so be careful um and if you are walking home late at night right now make sure you turn this podcast down a little bit and keep your wits about you please because there are some weird weird cunts out there stevie cheers cheers jordan cheers been a pleasure thanks guys see you next week Bye.